Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Monday, people, and we are almost there. We're, what, a week and a few days away from training camp. Uh, so exciting, so ready to have football back in our lives in any meaningful way. I cannot wait. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, l- let me just say right here and right now, I am thrilled as you may have seen, went up on our YouTube channel last week to announce the return of Packer Transplants Live. Next Tuesday, Corey Banke and I will be throwing down live here on the YouTube channel the return of that venerable series. I hope you'll all tune in on the eve of training camp to break down what was a dramatic offseason, without question, and a look ahead at what camp uh, has in store for us and what the 2023 Packers might be all about. Myself, Corey Banke, maybe a surprise or two. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hope you all can make it next Tuesday night uh, here on the Cheesehead TV YouTube channel. Before I get going, let me give a shout-out to our good friends over at Ticket King. That's right. If you want to watch the Green Bay Packers play a game of tackle football in the year 2023, please head to CheeseheadTV.com, either the website or the app. Use our schedule. You'll find individualized links for each and every game, home and away, preseason, regular season. It doesn't matter. Use Ticket King, people. Don't use Ticketmaster. Don't use StubHub or SeatGeek. None of these national companies. Use a company based in Wisconsin since the early 90s. Ticket King, people. You can also find a link to their uh, website in the description of this video. Make sure you utilize Ticket King. That's all I ask. If you're a Packers fan, you want to support local, Ticket King is the way to go. Um, one other quick note. Don't forget, people, uh, now's the best time to do it. Order your official Green Bay Packers yearbook for 2023. When doing so, use promo code CHTV to get 10% off. That's promo code CHTV to get 10% off. The website is PackersYearbook.com. That's PackersYearbook.com. Use CHTV for 10% off. Do it, folks. You know you want one. It's going to be a very special season, launching the Jordan Love era. A great amount of unknown heading into this year, which is kind of the genesis of the topic today, which is uh, giving you guys the floor. I wanted to let you guys kind of tell me, what is it you're worried about when it comes to the 2023 Packers? And I will let you know if you've got nothing to worry about or if you're right to worry about it. And longtime viewers and listeners know, I don't worry about the Packers. I get asked a lot, are you worried about XYZ? I, I, my standard answer is I only worry about my children. I do not worry about the Green Bay Packers. Um, that is definitely a change from when I was a younger man when I worried about the Packers constantly, like daily, hourly almost. So I understand it, and I want to try to provide a little solace here in this lead-up to training camp where you may be worried about a few things. And please allow me the opportunity to either assuage your anguish or to let you know that you're not off the reservation, you're not getting crazy, you may actually have something to worry about in whatever regard you uh, you entail. Good to see everybody in the comments. Hello to everybody. Happy Monday. Hope you're all doing well. Brian on Facebook, how are you? Really good to see you, man. Uh, Vex is here. What's up, Vex? Big B is here. What's up, Big B? Janelle is catching one live for the first time in forever. Good to see you, Janelle. Hope you're doing well. Brandy's here. Of course, Brandy Lewis is here. 
Uh, Brandy starts us off, of course, uh, on the defensive side of the ball, to the surprise of absolutely no one, uh, with her worry about the defensive line. They, pl- they play really well or get ran over. Come on already. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fair assessment. Look, uh, you know, Brandy, is, and so does anybody else who's watched over the course of the offseason, that is the one position where I still would not be surprised if they make a call you know, right before camp and bring in a free agent. I still think that's a possibility. With that said, I think, much like the rest of this team, they are going to let those young guys, whether it is you know, the guys they have drafted in the last couple of years, Devontae Wyatt, TJ Slayton, et cetera, or the two rooks this year that they drafted, some undrafted guys, maybe getting a shot. That rotation is going to be interesting to watch throughout training camp in the preseason um, and see how many and who gets kind of kept on the final roster and stashed away on the practice squad because I do think there's a – a decent chance that, uh, you know, some of these draft picks end up on the practice squad. So I got to say, I, you know, don't worry about it. I know I understand worrying about the defensive line. That's an area where, to your point, you know, there are games where they look like they're up for it and there are games they get run over. And it's hard to see with the subtractions that they made, letting people walk in the offseason, even as the Dean Lowry's of the world um, or Jaron Reed, you know, uh, well, okay, but who are you replacing those snaps with? Well, the obvious answer is initially Devontae Wyatt should be taking a lot more, kind of getting a lot more reps. Um, and then it's a lot of unknowns. And even Wyatt himself is an unknown. So, yeah, I understand that worry. And uh, it's definitely one that will not be kind of, you know, wiped away. That worry won't be kind of nipped in the bud anytime soon. It's going to take getting them on the field and hell, even throughout training camp and the preseason, you're still going to have to like temper expectations, even if they are lights out, say, you know, throughout camp and you're reading reports about how, oh, the defensive line won the day. Well, that's great. We saw them win the day last summer each and every day for like a month and then get absolutely gashed, you know, the first month of the season especially. So, yeah, Brandy, I feel it. I definitely definitely feel it. Uh, what else we got here, folks? Well, we got some super chats up in here. Ryan Miller, thanks for the super chat, buddy. Happy birthday, Nagler. What past Packers team from Aaron Rodgers era did you think had the best shot at winning at all? Thank you for the birthday wish, Ryan. Um, the 2014 Packers. I mean, there's zero doubt. The After they made the moves on defense, putting Clay in the middle and solidifying Micah Hyde in the slot, that team should have won it all. No question about it. Dennis, thanks for the super chat. My favorite Corey rant last year was when Darnell was missing tackles and Corey yells, dude, your name is Savage. Yeah, a bit of a misnomer last year. Hopefully he turns it around this season. That's that's the hope. Mimsy, thanks for the super chat. Is Nagler, now what you've written is, is Nagler is, but I think you mean, is Nagler a pinky doll for pack fans? I'm not going to touch that with a 10-foot pole, but I appreciate the Super Chat. Vex, thanks for the Super Chat, buddy. Happy birthday, Nags. I'm ready for my Packers Daily Bomb. Rodgers is not a top-five QB. I worry our drafted tight ends will fail like DeGuara. See, now we addressed this the other day. Um, I don't consider DeGuara a failure because I don't partake of the draft industrial complex. Once they come to Green Bay, I only care about what they do on the field with the opportunities they are given. And the opportunities he's been given, he's made the most of. Now, hopefully this is a season where we see 
the H-back type stuff kind of come to the fore, and he gets more opportunities. But especially last year, he was blocking like a man on fire. Go back and watch that Buffalo game, man. Look, what he's been asked to do, he has done well. He just hasn't been asked to do a lot. And I understand a third-round pick was used to select him, but that's not his fault. You know, he didn't say, you got to pick me here, and I'm going to Green Bay, third-round pick, thank you very much. I mean, that's not on him. So, yeah, I, I will always bristle at uh, DeGuara being called anything even approaching a failure. Um, now, that said, your point about the uh, rookie tight ends is I, w- that that is well-founded because I do think it's a lot. It's a lot to jump from college to the pros in general at that position and to be counting on them, which the Packers seemingly will be, um, unless you believe that DeGuara and Tyler Davis are going to be your starting tight ends, which I tend to doubt, um, at least you know, not long-term, then, yeah, these rookies are going to be thrown into the fire. And history would suggest that they probably will have their ups and downs and struggle points. Now, with that said, a lot of times tight ends are brought along slowly because teams know it is a big transition and it is tough. But I do think these kids are going to be given an opportunity to sink or swim. And I'm excited to watch them do so. Um, They may get more opportunities than regular rookies just because of the nature of the need at the position in Green Bay. So we'll see. We shall see. Soder, what's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. I'm worried that Love will just be okay. Suspect that he will be good, but just okay is the road to nowhere. That is a fair worry. That is a fair worry. Um, That said... Uh, you know, Soder, I mean, we've talked about this here and on Happy Hour. Look, Jordan Love can't be graded on a curve, right? Like, I get that he's a first-year starter, and there will be ups and downs. There will be tough stretches, no question. And as I've said often here, you just want to watch him and see him playing better ball in December than he was, than he was in September. You want to see growth. You want to see development. But it's not like he's a rookie. Right, He's been in the league for three years. He has been learning. He has been developing. We've seen the growth each and every year. I suspect, I'm like you, I, I think he's going to be pretty good. you know. But you're right. If he's just middling, fair, after three years of preparing, that's a concern. Uh, there's no sugarcoating that. No question about it. But, of course, you know, now you get into, well, what's good and what's fair and what's just okay and blah, 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 blah. And that's kind of in the eye of the beholder, but you also kind of know it when you see it. So hopefully by December we're talking about how he's balling out and we don't have to worry about any of this and the Packers have signed him to a long-term extension and we know he's the guy. Which is, honestly, if I was a betting man, that's where I would put my money. That's where I, that's what I think is going to happen. In fact, I, I suspect they'll sign him to a long-term deal probably before the end of the season would be my, would be my guess. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Justin, thanks for the super... Really appreciate it, man. Quinn, thanks for the super chat. 
Hey, Nags, I know the rankings and analysis from, quote, insiders like PFF are a joke, but the Aaron Jones disrespect is absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, the Aaron Jones stuff is weird, man. Like, I get it because there are tons of great, talented backs, right? There, there are great running backs throughout the league. I get it's a tough exercise. But the people who do rankings at all in general or, you know, for part of their content creation, well, okay, fine. I understand that you've got whatever formula or criteria that you have to, like, when you're putting these things together. But tell me what metric you are using. What numbers are you looking at that Aaron Jones doesn't measure up? This is my thing. Like, everybody talks about, well, you know, uh, you know Chubb or whoever these running backs, you know, well, they're so great in space or they're so good at this or that. Aaron Jones is good at all of that stuff, and his numbers are better than almost everybody else. So I'm just flabbergasted how in a top 10 running back list, Aaron Jones doesn't crack it. Like, that's crazy talk to me. And again, it goes back to things we've talked about here before. It's somewhat the perception because of his utilization or lack thereof that he probably doesn't get put on those lists or is top of mind when people are putting them together. But we all know, Packers fans definitely know how fucking good he is. And hopefully this is a season where he finally gets his due and comes to the fore. I think I said this on Andy's podcast, which I appeared on today. If you haven't checked out my appearance at Pack-A-Day podcast, uh, Andy asked, like, what's the one aspect of the season you're most looking forward to? And I said, the thing I'm most excited about is Aaron Jones finally getting his due. I really hope that happens because he is that talented. He is a superstar who never gets treated like a superstar. It's the weirdest thing in the world. Uh, we got Dom Vito. What's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Happy Born Day. Any updates on if Joe Barry is having guys play nine yards off on third and two? No updates yet, Dom Vito, but we will start getting those updates next week. Although they'll be in shorts and t-shirts. I'm not getting into town. My first practice will be, I believe, um, was it the 31st or something like that? That Monday? Yeah, I, last year I, I showed up and they were, I you know, I thought, okay, I should be there for the whole thing. But then they like, they're running around in shorts and t-shirts for like a week. Man, I'm not going out there to watch OTAs. So I'll be there once the pads come on. Hopefully we'll start to get some of these answers. Vex, thanks again, man. McCarthy should have been fired after 2014. No, he shouldn't have. You're such a reactionary, Vex. Calm down, my friend. Have a beverage. All is well. Man, 20 things had to go wrong for them to lose that game, and Mike was a very small part of those 20 things. Sandy, thanks for the Super Chat. Happy birthday, Nags. Have a great one. Thank you, Sandy. Really appreciate it. Amar's here. What's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. Happy birthday, Nags. This is for your next birthday drink today. My worry is the coaching staff not adapting fast enough. Like if something isn't working, i.e. Myers at center or playing off 100 yards, then change it. Appreciate you. I really appreciate you, man. Um, to your point, I get it. It is frustrating when you see something that's not working or someone that is struggling and things don't change. I also understand Matt and the coaching staff wanting to allow guys to correct, right? To give the coaching, hope the player takes the coaching and see the development, right? Especially with such a young team. So that's where I think this year more than ever, you're going to see guys allowed to fail, allowed to mess up and hopefully learn from it. Now, that doesn't 
mean it's not still a bottom line business. I mean, you saw them bench Savage last year. I think probably a little too late, but you know they did it, and it's not everywhere that a former first round pick is riding the pine. You know, sometimes in some cities, that means you're playing regardless of how bad you are. So that didn't happen, and that's a good thing. But yeah, I think with a team as young as this one is, you're probably going to see some of it. You know, now you guys know I've talked about it many times. Uh, if if Matt has a blind spot, sure seems to be putting his faith in people. Uh, for a little too long, whether that's coaches or players, you know, really hoping they get it together. I mean, I hope, hope's not a plan, but thinking that, okay, I believe in their talent, I believe in their work ethic, and I think they're going to turn this around. I mean, look, if that's your worst quality, that's pretty damn good. That was one of Ted's worst qualities, and he won a championship. So I don't, uh, I don't think it's, I don't think much is going to change in that regard. Mimsy, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. My apologies for the bad joke. Man, you're fine. Have a birthday, Dale's Pale Ale. Funny you should mention Dale's Pale Ale. That's exactly what I'm having right now. Mm. Success for Jordan Love is meeting last year's record, in my opinion. Bonus question. What are you watching first, Mission Impossible or Barbenheim? Nice. Well, as you know, Mimsy, as I'm sure you are well aware, wins and losses are not a quarterback stat. Uh, Aaron Rodgers played really well his first year as a starter, and they won six games. And that could completely happen again. Uh, I don't sit here telling you that's my prediction, but I'm saying it's possible, you know. So I don't really worry about the record too much when it comes to Jordan and his development, at least not this season. Um, As far as what am I watching first, yeah, I might go watch Mission Impossible at some point. You know, I'll have time when I'm in Wisconsin when, you know, practices over or whatever and my evening stretches out before me so I might go see it at that at that point that's what kind of happened with the last one um but as far as uh Barbie and Oppenheimer I'll definitely be seeing both of them but uh Oppenheimer is the first one I'll see I'll definitely be seeing that opening day Justin thanks for the super chat would you be less disappointed if the Packers lost to the Jets in the Super Bowl this season as opposed to losing to any other team Justin I got, I got a very, very important question for you. Have you ever watched the Packers lose a Super Bowl? Because I have. That shit sucked, and I don't ever want to see it again. I don't care who they're playing. Man, there is no thing on this earth that could solve the wound that is losing in the Super Bowl. Man, all these Packers fans talking about all these heartbreaking playoff losses. I get it. They're tough. Hate them all. Remember them all. They've scarred me for life, each and every one. Some are tougher than others. But, man, you don't know what it's like to watch your team in the Super Bowl for the second year in a row while Terrell Davis just runs all over you to bleed the clock out in the fourth quarter and your team seems powerless to stop it and it's like a knife just turning in your chest as you just get your the life is just oozing out of you. You're like bleeding out in front of yourself and there's nothing you can do. So yeah, I don't care who it is they're playing. If you're in the Super Bowl, you better fucking win it. Man, that shit sucked. Uh, Vex, thanks for the Super Chat. Also, oh my God, the Brewers need hitters. Hey man, you're preaching to the choir here. Actually, I my band had a gig this weekend and my, my partner was here. 
a songwriting partner, and we were talking about the Brewers, how like their pitching is just it's amazing. But it's like, yeah, but when they were concentrating, when when they built the roster around hitters, they were on the precipice of a, of a World Series. So I don't think we need to overreact like the Brewers seemingly have. You know, I just wish they buy some bats, but I know that'll never happen. Michael, thanks for the super chat. Happy birthday. Should we worry about kicker? Ooh, Michael, interesting question. No, not yet. What's the point? What, what What's that going to help? Would it help? I don't think so. We don't know. He's an unknown. Now, he gets to training camp, preseason, what have you. He starts missing some or with regularity. Okay. But right now, he's a great unknown. Don't let that keep you up at night. Ain't going to help. Don Vito, what's up, man? Mike McCarthy slander kind of astounds me. I'm with you. He's He's got to be one of the more underappreciated coaches in the history of the Green Bay Packers. No doubt about it. And he won a fucking Super Bowl, which is crazy. Jason, thanks for the Super Chat. What I'm most excited about this upcoming season is seeing what Matt's offense really looks like. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of smoke there, but there's some fire. I'll have to quote JFK. Um, you know, we've talked about that a lot, but it's never really going to be Matt's quote-unquote offense. It's always a collaboration. Um, we've talked about the play callers here, the athletic podcast that Jordan put together with, featuring Matt and others. You know, it is a collaborative process. Now, he puts his stamp on it. Obviously, it's his offense. He's the head coach. But there are lots of other voices in the mix. Now, the absence of one particular voice, i.e. Aaron Rodgers, will certainly mean that the offense will look different. Of that, there is no doubt. But it is a collaboration. Don't ever lose sight of that. Uh, Eric, thanks for the Super Chat. Am I the only one who misses Ask Vic? Ooh, what a question. Insider Inbox doesn't do it for me. Vic brought a historical perspective of his years covering the league, a biting sense of humor, an appreciation of the romance of football. Miss him. It's interesting you say that, Eric, because I will say, I don't miss him because I never read it for the most part. Like, after he first came on with the Packers, I read a little bit, but I was like, okay, I see what that is, and I didn't need to see it anymore, which is fine. But I appreciated what he did, and I, to your point, I really did appreciate his historical view and the fact that he had covered the league for such a long time. But what's funny is that, like, so I – this is a true story. At the – when he first – his first year with the Packers, I was at the Combine, and one of the – marketing people introduced me to Vic and it was very cordial and very oh I you know I welcome aboard and he knew who I was and he was like oh I really like what you do with Cheesehead TV I was like oh thank you so much it was very nice very lovely back and forth fast forward a year where my cohort here at Cheesehead TV Corey Banky as is his want had gone on some tirade about how Vic sucked and all he did was talk about the Jaguars and why is he being employed by the Green Bay Packers blah 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 and so then the next year at the Combine, I saw Vic, and he completely ghosted me. Just one of many times where Corey has said stuff into a microphone without repercussions to himself, where I am, uh, I, <laughs> I am caught up in the wake. It's good times, good times. Um, but, Eric, I, I hear what you're saying. I'm kind of with Corey in the sense that, like, look, man, my team just – lost a big loss to whatever team and blah blah and I want to come to the Green Bay Packers website and dial in on that loss and to hear some analogy about well when I was with the Jaguars I don't care man I don't care about the Jaguars talk to me about the Packers I think that was always kind of 
on the fringe there. But to your point, I did appreciate, again, how long he had been covering the league and things. That, and I appreciated his sense of humor. And I did think he did a good job of putting some of the, you know, I don't know, not well-intentioned folks in their place in his column. Uh, but that said, Insider Inbox, Wes, those guys do a great job. I, I get it might not be for you. It might not be the tone you're looking for. I understand that. But, man, it's not easy. That is not an easy gig, let me tell you. And I think they both do. That's they do phenomenal work. So I'm probably biased. They're both friends, but uh, that's where I'm at. Joe, thanks for the super chat. Is Aaron Jones past the age where Packers would want to give him a salary extension to lower his 2024 cap? Probably. We'll see. I mean, they already did adjust, you know, his contract this offseason. Um, we'll see. Maybe something happens in season in that regard. Um, there's an oppor- there's an there's absolutely a possibility that they move on from Jones this upcoming next offseason uh, for that reason. Um, but we'll see. There's a long way to go there. A lot, of, a lot of ways that could go. Doug is here. What's up, Doug? You know I love the Packers as much as beer and mullets, but how many beers am I going to have to buy you while we watch the Packers run D? Three? 105? <laughs> oh, Doug. So many beers, man. So many beers. All, all, all of the beers. Mimsy, again, what's up, man? Better chance of winning the division, Brewers or Pack? Oh, probably Brewers. I hate to say it, but that would be my guest sitting here. On July 17th. All right, everybody. I got to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go. (laughs) 